You're in order. I'm getting you in order. Your hey, face I wash, is in order. I have no order. Uh, what's important is that I washed my junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what's important. Yeah. No, that is what's important. Yeah, it actually so. really is important. See, well, it's maybe a, for you later, but a, I don't no, care. It's a, it's a, it's a thing. <laughs> Washing my junk is a thing. Uh, okay, in the land of Polly, yes, making sure your junk is washed. Is I washed my junk. I even like you know pulled the thing back and like you know got yeah. We don't need the sure details. There's no schmeg. No sh- Oh, no. oh. <laughs> boogie schmeg. <laughs> That's what I wanted to hear. That's what we're doing. That's what like we it. do. We got a full room here. Hey, are you guys ready to do this shit? Yeah, they're not responding. Enthusiasm. You guys ready? You guys ready to do this shit? Woo! All right, fine. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the stuff of stuff and sex and sex i i wow. thought i had it memorized perversion um, <laughs> recording live from the sort of threshold society clubhouse in north hollywood california in front of our wow amazing perverted studio audience hello perverts hi <laughs> i'm kathy i'm abyss and i hey kathy <laughs> that was what mj just said did you just hear that she's all hey kathy she's sitting behind you and i am count boogie and this is show 40 and this is what happens when you tell me i don't need the sheet kathy i've got the opening Hello, welcome to Preferred Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures uh, of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. What? You know, that's going to get edited and it's going to swap that's drop right. right in there. It is not, God damn it. This is show 40. Is that so important? We're, show 40 we're, we're is middle important. Age. Yeah, pretty much. We're over <laughs> the fucking head heading over the hill right now. <laughs> we are middle aged. No, it's just it's just exciting because show 40, we have we we've done stuff. In 40 weeks, A, not murdered each other, I think. Check. That's excellent. Nobody cares. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, MJ, for my 1980s breakfast club clap. Slow clap. Thank you. I think it's important that we haven't killed each other. I think so. And we have this cool new room, and we have things set up. And now, even wait a minute. Hang on a sec. Watch this. You guys ready for this? What? We have a moderator in our perverted podcast chat room. Oh. Hey, hey. Hey, Unger. What? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's like a detention over there. Like he's like at the further. Okay, look, the room is a certain size, so he is on the other side of the room, away from from his girl. Oh, look, MJ's going over to give him some kisses. Is she gonna give him a blowjob? I know. Trip over the wire. You watch to the wire. Blowjob. Oh, oh, she put oh. her boobs in his face. I heard that. Boobs Actually, the there was like there was like a sound wave. <laughs> oh. All right, so we got a chat room now uh, that that we have um, going live as we record the show. Obviously, the show's not live, but we're recording, and we've let people know that on Monday evenings around 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, if you go either to Perverted Podcast, click on the chat live now um, link. It goes right to the tiny chat page on our thing or you can just go to tinychat.com slash perverted podcast and be here while we record we have a moderator we have a couple different people that are going to moderate tonight it is unger hello unger hello (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute put that cookie down (laughs) now put it down now (laughs) what are you waiting for (laughs) it's gonna be a good show boy unger is there anyone in our chat room that we actually spent time building yeah. <laughs> How many people do we have in the chat room? Besides me and Mark? <laughs> yes. Two. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, three more just joined. Whoa. Welcome, three more. We have King72. And we have the Pagist. Pages on the air. Yeah. Pages on the air. Huh? And King72 and his wife are new to kink and learning a lot about it from the Perverted Podcast. Is this going to be Arnold the whole time? Yeah! <laughs> oh, talking to your mic, bro. You do, do a good job. Oh, no. oh by, all, uh, by all means, just ask if you have permission to mention their names. I already did. Okay, good. <laughs> He's so that, that good. way I don't have to edit later. Well, so um, throughout the show, we're going to refer 
uh, Unger's going to be kind of telling people, uh, you know, hey, here's kind of what they're talking about, the general topic, and if they have a question, they can ask, and we're going to try to incorporate it uh, and do it this way, or if they just have something really trolly and creepy to say, then uh, hopefully this is a new element to the show that we can add to it. Thank you very much, Unger. Keep going. Good work. So wait, Mark can actually talk in this thing? Yes. Now Mark can actually... <laughs> yes, that's right. Mark's in the chat room. You can actually talk to Mark, and she will audit you know, whatever edit words. So very exciting about that. We're moving that. Better mute him because he's very loud. <laughs> Arnold. Arnold. Uh, Arnold. What else we got going on? Oh, yeah. So I was listening to our show from last week. Yeah. yeah last week's show was pretty good. Yeah. That was the, uh, that was the Pajama Erotica show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. that was good. And we finished yeah. that. Yeah. And what the fuck was at the end? Uh-huh. What do you mean what at what end? The, uh, there was there was a little add-on. I don't remember hearing. I don't remember that either. Don't remember what? I, I believe re- it was Lois. Yes. I think you gave her a do-over. If she gets a do-over, I get a do-over. She didn't... What? No. no. Uh-huh. You, yeah, you added You just added that else. little bitch. When, and I like how you added it when, when none of us were around either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when none of us could say anything or protest. Okay. Well, perhaps Lois didn't get her poem, and so she spent a lot of time writing it. And so I just figured I'd just throw it on at the end when you guys weren't here to talk shit. What? I don't see why she should get special treatment. I'm just saying. That's I don't know. Whatever, man. I'm, I'm kind of... No. Thank you. Thank you. What? No. No. All right. Whatever. You can listen to it. If you listen to show 39, <laughs> then you can hear Lois... Lois uh, getting her do-over. Give another, give another rude thing. I love Want. Lois. Whatever. So what else we got? What else we got in Potato Mayhem? We got a we got a present from a lovely listener. We did. The, oh, we can't say that name. We don't have permission we, to say her name. But we have an amazing fine. listener who was yes. very sweet and sent us presents. That really was she nice. sent us a book called The Bad Book by Aranzi Aronzo. Is that a cat or like a elf? It looks like a weird blobby black thing. But let me just tell you, I was reading this thing. I thought, oh, that's so sweet. She took time out to find this book. She gives it. She goes, I thought of you guys. It's and hardcover. <laughs> It is hardcover, well, and you I'm reading it. You know what that means it. for me, right? I no. can turn this into a spanking No, because paddle. it's absolutely adorable. As I'm well, reading it, it, make an adorable spanking I'm paddle. looking at this little character that's doing all kinds of bad stuff, hence the name The Bad Book. And sometimes it's really cute, like just throwing snowballs, and sometimes it can get quite heinous. Oh. And I'm thinking to myself, is she trying to tell us something? <laughs> well. Because she said, she I is thought a, a perverted podcast. <laughs> she is our listener. I think there's a hidden uh, message in there. should be a spanking paddle. I and think everyone was, also, everyone loves echidnas. <sighs> That's right. Yes. She sent a little echidna. How she knew Abyss freaks out over echidnas. I don't know. Mark now I loves no echidnas too. It was very nice. It, it was, was a very magnet, nice. Right? Thank you. Our listeners have been really nice. Yes. I, I really don't care about the gifts. I was really into the fact that she wrote a nice letter. Yeah, that was very and nice. And really let us know that. Um, that she likes the show and it really helps her out and that's that that makes you kind of keep going and get all mushy and stuff like Very that. Nice. But I do want to turn this book into a spanking paddle because that would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, she came she came to domination. Oh. Oh, so she's local. Okay. She's local. So I well, got to meet good. her. Yeah. All very right, nice. what else we got before we move on to Fet Life stuff? Are we going to Fet Life stuff? No, we're not. Um, we're not. You know what we're going to? God damn. We're going to some Disney moment. You know Abyss and I <laughs> Abyss and I kind of do some freaky you know, Mark and I do freaky. We do a lot of freaky. This is a freaky place mm-hmm. here at Perverted Podcast. So sometimes we just kind of like add it up. You know, Abyss was at Disney World and, you know, and she was gone for like three million days, you know, and she was had that park moment in her head. And so she comes back and, you know, well, it's time to re-fuck neck. Uh, Wait, what? W- what the hell was that? Re-fuck neck. Reconnect. Oh, reconnect. See, but you do yeah. it with fucking because we're perverted. See, see I'm glad. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are. Put that cookie down <laughs> now. Glad you yeah. guys are on top of that. So, um, you know, we're getting ready to, you know, take showers stuff like that, and so, uh, and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get a little fresh guy, <laughs> and so I start getting a little fresh guy, and so while we're doing it, um. I don't know what came over me. Yeah. But I had it from behind. You know how you know, Casty, when you get the the hips in there and you're just kinda slamming it and you're like, Fuck bitch, you've been gone, you're back now. I, I give it don't and know what you're talking I, about. I don't know what came over me, but all of a sudden as I'm like pound, 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 and all of a sudden I start going the wonderful thing about tickers is tickers a wonderful oh. thing. Their tops are made of rubber. Their bounces are made of spring. They're bouncy, 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 fun, 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 fun. The wonderful, wonderful thing about tickers. By the time I finished, she fucking nutted. No. I Abyss? swear to God, she came, uh, came, 
while I fucked her singing the Tigger song. Which just proves I can ignore most of the shit he says. That was not ignored. That was pure talent, and I brought it. I brought the Disney. Yeah, until you did Under the Sea. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> I said, hey, if I can make her nut with, uh, you know, the Tigger song, I start going, under the sea, <laughs> under the new kind of wobbly, and she's just looked back and said, you know. You got to know when to stop. Just <laughs> take your damn win. Just another day on Fat Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Fat Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened. Or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Okay, right. wait a minute. What? Whoa. Wait wow. a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Biz got blown away. Wait. Unger, did, did we miss something? Did you signal us? Yeah. <laughs> Stop, okay. please. We're looking. No, I got to get him a light that shines in front of us that he can flick on and off. He's just, we'll just going to use Mark as like a as a flag. He's just going to start raving. Okay, so now we're going back. What? Uh, Into the mic. Oh, Lois is a very mixed topic. Oh, a very some what? And some lover. Uh, hmm. See? Why did I start talking like a pirate? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, so we'll get back to that. No, we'll not get back to no, that. No, what? See? Lois, okay, no. He said Fuck something about Lois. I distinctly heard him say everyone hates Lois. No, I no, heard no. that as well. Uh, so for your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted his precision. Go, Kathy! <laughs> Boogie looks dumbstruck. I'm kind of flustered. Okay. We're trying new shit. We're trying new shit. Okay, I got to remember to turn. So, uh, MJ or Mark, can you let me know when he signals? Because I'm looking at them. If he signals. <laughs> can you just uh, actually give him a pad of paper and he can wad up paper and just huck it across the room? Oh, no, you did not just give him permission. No, to not do rubber that. bands. That's, oh. But rub paper's not dangerous. Really? All right, we'll see. Well, we're not going to give him freaking Abyss's Nerf Shall gun. Shall I continue? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> okay. The Nerf gun actually is an awesome idea. Great. Right at Boogie's head. We're going to be talking about Miss Saskia's <laughs> post, which is entitled "Unfuck More Hardcore Than Thou." I, I got to tell you, I'm a little confused about the the title. T- yeah. title. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't really the topic. Understand. I was like, "Hey, I, I like know the this. Topic. this, this yeah, is okay. the song of my people." The title. So I didn't, here's some get. of what she says. She says, Push, "Pushing yourself sexually because you feel you won't get good results is not right." People think of sex and desire as if it has inherent hierarchies. It doesn't. The only goal anyone needs to reach is whatever is right for you. Feeling shame for not doing something more or different just because opportunities are available is counterproductive. Let your subconscious do its thing. Let your body feel what it's going to feel and let your mind wander into whatever territory it finds itself in. Don't push yourself. Nothing in the world is better or more authentic than you. This is Boogie's song. Yes. <laughs> this is. Uh, I mean, you guys. You guys want to go on this? I mean, you I go, think this man. is kind of open and closed for in a lot of ways, but it is definitely something that's passionate. I mean, Kathy and I teach orientation uh, twice a week or twice a month uh, at Threshold, and there is a big section that is specifically uh, dedicated to don't. We don't let people tell us who we should be. Um. There's a lot of pressure that people have uh, sometimes when they come in and they're new. Um, and it's not just submissives or new potential submissives. It's also tops. And uh, that come in and they're like, well, I'm supposed to be this. And so it's really easy for someone to just come in and manipulate you and say, yes, you're supposed to be this without question. And people get confused. They get hurt. They have a bad experience. And then they never come back. They leave and they're frustrated for the rest of their life because they go, obviously, kink and BDSM is not for me because I didn't do what I thought I was supposed to and what I did think I was supposed to really hurt me. So we really just try to overemphasize to the point of opening their mouth and pouring it down their throat that you get to choose who you are. If all you ever want to do is come into this lifestyle and do a little bit of spanking or a little bit of neck nibbling, and that's all you really feel that you desire to do, then welcome to our lifestyle. Welcome to this lifestyle. Express yourself here and be supported. But you never have to go and do what you aren't ready for, what you don't want to, and damn well what you don't desire. Yeah, I mean, also, she was talking 
specifically more on like your sexuality sure which i mean uh i guess coming to terms with this concept maybe you know seems simple but i will say that it's not um there is definitely you're gonna feel pressure even especially in this lifestyle and i will say more towards the sexual base too it's a lot harder to be comfortable in your skin because you are pushed it doesn't matter like i liked where she had said even though the opportunities are there because i could literally go fuck anyone i really want to if put in enough you know effort enough roofies that too you know um but the difference is i don't want to and that's that's the hard point and for me it's coming to that point because it is it is difficult sometimes because sometimes i feel like oh i should be getting out there more i should be doing this i should be you know be more open to these experiences and be more you know exploratory and be this and be that and sometimes it's not easy just sitting there going i really don't want to right now sure i agree with you 100 percent because everything that she said by the way i want to put her post on my mirror in the morning and just remind myself every day because you're right boogie everything you say is right and i know that intellectually my mind tells me i should only do what's right for me but i have that gauge in my head there's no way around it and i'm always going to be watching uh, other people and it is a constant battle to shut that voice down right so i um, co-host our domination class here at Thre- uh, a party here at threshold and i am not your standard femdom that people see i i i want people to have a good time i'm genuinely very kind during uh, during the the party and i look around and i see all these fabulous gorgeous thin attractive women who are wearing leather and the stilettos and i constantly have to be telling myself it's a constant battle you don't have to be like that you are a dominant woman it doesn't matter what you're wearing or what you look like or how you act or how nice you speak to people or how you put your hand out, make sure everybody is feeling welcome. And I'm reminded of my Michelle, who's been here on the show, who had similar problems. She actually started calling herself the sweet sadist because she has, she's the biggest sadist I know. I don't know anyone that has a she more sadistic shift than her. Yes, if you've ever seen her. I walk by her rooms very quickly because <laughs> it's usually to guys. And yet... She has to go out of her way to convince people that's who she is. If you've never seen her, you think that she's just the sweetest person. She's got these kind eyes and she's always has a smile on her face and says, hi, sweetie, and hugs you. But oh my God. And she had to come to terms with that and just uh, accept that she's going to have to have this battle and that's just the way it is. Now then, (laughs) now that I've been all sweet and mushy and, you know, and talking about, you know, uh, the things that I spoke of that I speak of at orientation... Now I'm going to go to the other side, the darker side, Um, because I will guarantee you right now, if there was a number of women that I have played with or have some sort of thing with, uh, right now they would all be going, you're a fucking liar, your spiel is bullshit, and you push all the time. You push all the time the time and you know what i do you know why because i'm a fucking predator you know why i'm telling you right up front and i'm disclosing that i'm going to push and i'm going to offer the difference is the my only say ethical part of me which it keeps me out of jail and keeps me in a community and fairly good standing is the fact that i encourage people to say no and i let them say no but it doesn't mean that see there's a balance if nobody ever pushed you to do anything in your life, a lot of things you would just never discover. You would just never discover those things. If someone didn't say, hey, I'm going to do this thing, come on and come with me, you still always have the right to say, no, nah, it's just not my thing. But there is nothing wrong with somebody offering you new opportunities or seeing or, or saying, you know, Kathy... Abyss and I have seen for a long time that you have this real sadist streak in you. You finally talked about it on the show. Well, fucking a. Abyss said, "Kathy, we're gonna we're gonna play together. I'm gonna top with you." Well, that's pushing. Yeah, but that's, I decided I decided for myself. You're I still to. in control of right. that push, so you can offer things, you can encourage things, you can say, "Hey, I think this is something you're into," but ultimately, you have. That's where how many times does no mean no. Well, I think the difference, like what I was talking about, and she kind of touched on it, is like my internal struggle in dealing with like, there's always going to be a bigger freak than me. 
Oh yeah. Like I am, I'm I'm a pervert in a lot of ways, but in some ways I'm very traditional. And for me, it was coming to terms with that and knowing that I didn't have to be the biggest freak in your bed. Absolutely. No, I'm with you. I go through through that constantly with that douche. And I talked about, I think it was last week, and I talk about that douchebag dominant voice in my head that tells me what I should be. And I'm not manly enough. And I have uh, different types of relationships with different people. And in many of those, it's very servicey. I make fucking pancakes. I make your bed. I do things. I want you to be happy. I do things that I know you like. And I constantly hear this voice in my head that's like, you're not a real dominant. You're not this. And I don't even know where that voice comes from, but it's there. And I have to just like Kathy, I have to kind of go through this mantra every time that goes, look, people, whatever title you want to put on it or whatever I'm not living up to uber fucking super dominant I still have these amazing women in my life that I am doing things and they seem to be responding and giving me some level of respect but and I she even talks about that in the rest of her posts where she's saying basically what you just said if it's something you want to try if you want to push yourself if people offer it to you if you want to venture out into something you've never done that's great it's the moment where you don't want to and you make yourself because you think you should yeah. That's when you've crossed over the line and you're not doing you're now not doing something for yourself, you're doing it for others. So now it comes down to no training. Because that's a whole nother episode. I'm actually working on a two hour class that just teaches people how to say no by starting with the simplest, no. most ridiculous thing. No. And then going because that's really where a lot of this comes, I mean, this is a whole nother can of worms, but we talk about empowerment and telling you, you, sh- you need to stand up for yourself and we ride these lines and when's pushing, whatever. Some people don't know how to say no. And if you don't know how to say no and you can't stand up for yourself, you really shouldn't be doing a lot of these activities until you can say no. Hmm. Wait a minute, Unger, what do you got? Uh, the pagist is asking if you are discuss- going to discuss the difference between hard and soft limits. Ooh. Oh, well, I guess that kind of makes sense here. Sure. It kind of, yeah, go ahead, Abyss. Well, okay, so traditionally we refer to in the lifestyle hard limits being your do not cross this limit. This is don't cut off my hair. Do not, you know. (laughs) 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 You know, don't. That would be a hard limit. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, Don't permanently scar me on purpose. Things like this. These are hard limits. There are soft limits that are agreed upon limits that are more pushable or like more exploratory like hey i'm not really into anal but i'll <laughs> so you want me soft when i go in <laughs> that's a soft limit that's a soft limit <laughs> that's true that's just an example get... that's thank or like you to needles. the page just for that yeah. but that's an example of bo- what boogie was talking about is that these are things that you might venture out in and soft limits are a uh, that area where you allow yourself time to experiment. Mm-hmm. And Again, we get a lot though, of that. Like with needles, yeah. I do that all the time. People, I'm like, so what do you think about needles? And they're like, eh. And then, okay, well then it's a process. <laughs> it's not going to happen in that play. It's going to, you know, it might take a long time. There's a difference between eh and oh, fuck off. That's, that's <laughs> the difference between soft yeah, limit and, and so hard limit. limit. <laughs> so, that's okay, good. very yeah, good. That was a great post. Great post. Thank you to Miss Saskia. Look at how we got someone from the we chat did. room. Hey, and it was Paige. And we're not even live yet. And we love that's, Paige. That's a whole nother technicality. I can't stop saying her name. Paige. No. All right, let's move. <laughs> What's the next topic? To the next one. This, this, is, one, this one's going to be just this a, is a, good a joy. One. This is from Lost and Found One. Lost and Found One? Mm. I didn't know that was her name. She runs the SoCal Poly Support Group on FetLife. She wrote a post called Common Mistakes in Poly Relationships. Now, this is a long post and actually it's just chock full of all kinds of stuff. It was but a long, there was a lot of stuff. It was a really yeah. good post. It was an excellent post. But she, I wanna, we wanted to concentrate on one of the points that she makes, which is don't ignore the consequences of your actions, even the unintended consequences. Here's a little bit of what she said. Your decisions and your actions have consequences both for your partners and your relationships, and you bear responsibility for these consequences. Even if you feel that your decisions were appropriate and justified, even if you feel that your actions were expressly permitted by the rules of your relationship. Now, I'm not saying you should never exercise a veto. In this, she's referring to specifically giving an example of when uh, poly couples have veto power. So she gives this example of... If you have veto power and your partner has specifically given you veto power, 
and you veto somebody knowing perfectly well that your partner is in love with that person. I was going to say some shit. That's your responsibility. <laughs> you got to own it. it. Exactly. So she says, I'm not saying you should never exercise a veto, but I am saying that when you make a decision affecting your partner, seek to understand how it affects your partner and take responsibility for those effects, even if they were unintended. Ah, Polly. <laughs> and listen, this is not just about Polly. Oh, it's yeah. I mean, this is personal responsibility. Right. I, we, you, every two people can go in and do some hard edge play, and you both knew it's risk aware. You both knew what you were doing, and you took every precaution you could, but you ended up harming your bottom, and that is your responsibility. So even though it's about Polly, it goes into many different areas. So go. Oh, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, actually, uh, this was a little like this was actually it was a really good post. It was really long, but um, it was it was a hard read. I'm not gonna lie, it was a hard read. Um, and I will say that uh, we had a veto in the past during our relationship, and um, did I psychologically block that out? Yeah, you was did. That, was that you? Vetoing me or me vetoing you? No, when we first started this, we gave each other veto. Oh, we get. Oh, we yeah. gave it. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> have we used that? No, we've never used it. Okay, cool. Now, <laughs> yay team! Uh, <laughs> All right, get them. <laughs> anyway, um, but I realized, you know, like, like she had said in the the post, where it's like you can have the veto power, but realistically, you're not going to use it unless it is something. Um, like, say with uh, Boogie and Mark's relationship, did I feel threatened during all of it? Hell yeah. Did it bring up like issues with me? Yeah. Did I ever veto? No, because it wasn't an option. Vetoing realistically meant like if there were threats of violence, if there was active manipulation, if there was anything like breaking rules of safety that put me in harm, that would be a veto policy. Me getting my feelings hurt and feeling threatened was not vetoable because to me, Boogie and Mark's relationship, it was like a window closing. The, the ability to use the veto was like the window closing because I may have been like hurt during it, but it was me working through my shit. And realistically, the veto would have hurt them because it had nothing to do with me. Their relationship was blossoming. And for me to step in and try and basically stop it is not the correct use. And that is not something I was willing to put Boogie through because he had feelings and has feelings for Mark. Right. And that yours is an excellent example of you taking responsibility. It doesn't matter whether you chose to do veto or not. You you decided this is going to create the problems that I don't want. And it's not the reason I want to use it, so I'm taking responsibility. I mean, it's a, it's basically the same thing. I, I hate that I, I don't know why I do this every time I pick poly topics, <laughs> not realizing that this is going to be tough on Abyss because it's... Well, it, you know, this isn't exactly... It's not easy. Easy but, on me, and, and I, need to, I need to say, uh, in line with this topic... Uh, especially in the veto or not to veto and what are the parameters of that. And obviously we've had endless discussions about that. My responsibility in this is I have to take the hurt that Abyss has and what do I do with it? My responsibility, I have responsibility too. I couldn't just go, well, you're not going to veto it because she's not dangerous or she's not whatever. This is These are your feelings and blah, blah, blah. My responsibility, if I want to keep the relationship with Abyss, is that the many conversations, the times where she was hurt, the times where she was confused, the times where she needed reassurance, she needed reconnection, she needed to feel that she was important to me, uh, which were not all pretty and were not fun. They were not fun. Um, that was my responsibility for the action that I took to have the things, the relationships, and it's the same thing with her. Um, now that she's been seeing more people, um, those are, if I was to have feelings about that, then that would be her responsibility to um, deal with my emotions and feelings on that. So it, it really hasn't just been 
you know, one side. And and she, she you, you we weren't saying that, but I just want you to say from the other point of the view, um, even the person who seems to be not being hurt because of said A situation or B situation, it is still painful to go through that because you're seeing somebody that you care about in pain. And that is a, a miserable feeling. And that's a guilt feeling and shame. And I have to deal with all my, okay, I know we talked, this is Polly and we're going to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but wow, it sucks to see someone I love in pain. So, but that's it. If you're going to do anything in a relationship on either side, whether you're the the champion or the loser in that situation, you are always responsible for dealing with the mess that that creates. Yeah, and um, I, I'm sorry, but for me, like I was saying earlier, this topic carried over into so many other areas. It wasn't just about uh, Polly, just like I was saying, when you're in this community and you're doing stuff, whether it's hardcore edge play or even if it's lighter stuff, and you're, you are taking responsibility for the person you're playing with, whether you're the top or the bottom, you each have responsibility in this and a lot of I have seen in the community people I know people who I actually admire taking the stance that because they did everything they were supposed to do and took all the precautions that's the limit to what they should do like <laughs> they did it all and it's not that they're walking away from someone but they they feel that their responsibility ends somewhere and I was shocked to <laughs> hear that that's nice. Week one, Polly. <laughs> <laughs> well, even just not even Polly, it could be any Don, relationship. Yeah, exactly. Play. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, yeah. you have like master-slave contracts <laughs> or something like. Wait, you signed this. You shouldn't be upset about this at all. Or yeah. hey, you consented, and now and now you, you yeah. can't be yeah. butthurt because you consented. Yeah. The concept people think that responsibility and blame are the same thing. The concept that you have to take responsibility for something, even though you you did not intentionally intend. For it to happen, it seems so foreign to a lot of people because they think that what you're saying is you you're to blame for this. That's not what I'm no, saying. No, you're, you're not to blame, but you're just this. you have a responsibility if yeah. you want to be in that relationship or you want to care about whatever. the person. Well, and not only I will also say this: just because you are in a situation where all the stars align, everything's supposed to be perfect, blah blah blah. Even if the scene goes well, it's still your personal responsibility after the scene as much as i give shit about i don't do aftercare this that the other blah 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 all the people i play with and whatever like first of all i don't play with a lot of new people they know how to get a hold of me so if they do need my assistance or whatever i have never not picked up the phone if someone has needed me never or answered an email or whatever and it's it's part of just being the you know taking the responsibility and taking the thought afterwards any of the shit we do in our relationships in kink in dude driving down your freaking the street it's all of this is taking personal responsibility you can be a dick oh yeah you absolutely can you can be of that mentality sure. where you're like hey this is it we wrote it down if your butt hurt fuck off you can be that everyone has their own choice um, but the other person doesn't have to stay in that relationship and you can also say hey if you're somebody that doesn't uh, is always going to be hurt by this, then I also have a responsibility to say, well, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, you can be that dick, but you're not going to find that many play partners after you're that. Pro probably not, unless, you know. Word will get around. We're, yeah. Be careful, Boogie. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Although I will also say, because um, I'm looking at someone blinking at me, um, Mark did really well during this as a side note. Mark did really well during our transition shit. So thanks, Aww. Mark. Look at that smile. We have to get her extra cookies. Cookies. Extra cookies. She gets cookies? Cookies. I'll get you cookies too. Did anybody say anything in the chat room about this talk? Anything going on in the chat room? They're like, um, fuck these guys. They're blah, anything? blah, blah. Uh, we're still talking about limits and hard limits, soft limits, the definitions between them. <laughs> we're um, on another topic. No. Stay on topic. <laughs> fuck them. Wait, well, I need to know, was was the prerequisite for him to work here to talk like Arnold? Hang on. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. I Put that, that cookie down <laughs> now. <laughs> so this was he a really that. great topic. So it this really was, was a good topic. Yes. It was then thank you to We're lost and found on. one. Yeah. So they're still on the old topics then. Yeah, well. All right. I don't blame them. Polly's hard. Polly. <laughs> <laughs> 
Huh? What? Now they're talking about being on the audience. Oh. Now, that's... They're talking about what? They're all wanting to be in the audience and be here with us when we're doing the show. Uh, uh, fuck off. Tell Paige to get on a plane. Tell, yeah, get on a pay, get on a plane. <laughs> we have enough room for about six people in here, and that's pretty cozy. Look what Isaac got. What's that, Abyss? It's a, well, it, this what, we change the container every <laughs> I time. I want to keep it interesting. Is, this a, is that the fetish roulette bowl? It is. Yes. The purple plastic Larry bowl? Oh, is that what it is? Larry? Those Bo. came from Larry. Oh, well, Larry thank you. Bo. Thank Those, you. I can say his name because he's dead. Well, yeah. <laughs> Are you picking them? No, Are you I'm looking s- at them. I'm straightening them. Oh, they're okay. all clumped. No, I right. miss Larry. Oh, okay. Oh, We've was... never talked. Hey. We ever talked about Larry? I think we Who's talked about Larry. Why did MJ hey. just grab the bowl, the Larry bowl? MJ just took. Okay, so um, it's fetish roulette. It's time to pick our fetish roulette. For next week. For next week that I will go and study and find. And this is a bowl with uh, pieces of paper that have various philias and fetishes on them. Paraphilias. Paraphilias. And uh, and then... Uh, wait, ahead. what? Pick one. No, I wasn't going to do it. I was, like, I was trying to remember who did it last time because you've picked one, haven't you? That's what I was going to Go, have Unger. Go, go, go. Go. Arnold. I think Arnold needs Arnold, to pick will you one. Pick the, will you pick the topic? <laughs> I'm going to pick the topic. Pick the topic. Give it to me now. Pick uh, it now. Get down if you want to leave. To leave? I don't even know how to pronounce this word. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hyrophilia is the topic. Hyrophilia? Could it be that easy? Like. Pyrophilia? No, hyro or pyro? Is it. Hi. Hi. Hyrophilia. Like, oh. Hero. Hier- herophilia. <laughs> oh, herophilia. Like, you have oh, a like thing with for a y? heroes? H-I-E-R-O-P-H-I. It's how you pronounce hierarchy. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe Thank you very much. Well, lists. Arnold is, is grammatically correct. <laughs> All right. Don't argue with Unga. <laughs> God damn it, Unga. So next week, we have to find out about people's love of heroes. Like <laughs> <laughs> the savage? Ooh, we'll like, f- tune in next week to find out. <laughs> oh, what only the- forty shows. <laughs> we've come, we've come so far. <laughs> oh, we actually have a perverted mailbox. Perverted podcast at At what? Perverted podcast at gmail.com. That's uh, where people send questions and comments if they're not in the chat room on tinychat.com slash perverted podcast. Wow. Okay. Well, this one. Way to sell the show. <laughs> Bam. This one is from Busy Bee. Yay, Busy Bee. Busy Bee. And who she... won't, won't let me touch her. Well, she's not a smart ever, lady. Yeah. Whatever. My butt hurt. <laughs> yeah, a little butt hurt. What did she um, say? She says, I guess this email is directed more towards Abyss, which I'm like, we really could actually all answer this. Uh, she has a friend who. Her and her top play allegedly without warm up. Mm. She says that he likes to see her cry and she likes to cry for him. She says that's great, but she feels like at some point someone told her that warm up was necessary due to safety concerns. Is there any additional risk with no warm up? Yeah, they're going to get pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> and I'm quite, and she also is asking is there, um, could, could her friend be doing potential damage? Unknowingly, hmm. well, her friend, her no, friend, yeah, <laughs> no, not yeah, it's her busy, busy, yeah. I was saying, busy bee's like, well, you warm that shit up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> busy bee's a good. That's thing a good question. Yeah. yeah. Um. Actually, well, traditionally, as far as I know, um, warm up besides being nice <laughs> is it allows for the bottom to go harder for longer. Um. As far as unknowingly causing damage, that's kind of a loaded question. Because you don't know anything else. It could just be a couple swats. She turns into waterworks. Oh, they see. both yeah, bust a see. nut and yeah. they stop. Um, I liked that hand movement when you said <laughs> bust a nut. <laughs> That's my girl. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if he is striking a surface and then it instantly goes black and blue and he just keeps cranking on that same spot, yeah, he's going to cause damage, warm up or not. Yeah. Um, as far as is it going to be more of a shock to the system? Yeah. Is it going to bruise more? More than likely. Is it really ultra dangerous? I would I would say risk aware consensual kink. 
If it gets both of them off and this is and they both play within their limits, I don't really see it as a problem. I've never I've 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 I've, I've spanked a few. Um, the only thing I notice is if uh, you go in kind of hard is when you're trying to get a handprint because if you warm someone up and you smack them real hard, you're not going to leave that handprint. But if you go in cold, a lot of the worst handprints that that I've seen in uh, play is uh is from starting cold but that's kind of a thing someone wants to get a handprint you know I mean, they've talked hand about print it. aside or, or but not. even even aside um you know there's a lot of people that don't do warm-up and they if, as long as they're you know they're clear about that then then that's like you said risk aware consensual kink it also depends where you want the scene to go because she was saying like she likes crying for him and he likes making her cry if you are well, I'll just be honest. If you want to break somebody, you just go in, you just go and, in and you pick up an ugly stick. Yep. Yeah, that's what you do. God damn Fucking it. Fucking spanking my ass. No. Whatever. <laughs> that was you grab the, some the, nasty ass that shit. That was the parameters of the scene. You said you want to be broken because let me tell you, if you do a lot of warm up and someone goes into subspace, um, they're not going to feel almost any like, like Mark, Mark, when you go in canes, uh, when she goes into cane space, <laughs> I drilling. I will break. I could break every cane, and she'll literally just lay there and go, and, hey. go and she's just happy. It's cute, actually. So, but if I throw her on the ground and start start whacking away, that's like a whole different type of play because you're engaging the sympathetic nervous system, and so it's like fight or flight, and there's fear, and fear is going to bring a lot of different emotions. So, it really depends on what you want in play. I mean, I've seen a lot of people. I mean, you're not going to do warm up in a fucking takedown scene. You're just going to go grab someone <laughs> and fucking throw. You, you, you like go up and you're like, come here, you fucking bitch. I'm going to rape you. It's a role play, by the way, if negotiated. I'm going to fucking rape you. And you grab her very gently and you go, <laughs> you start rubbing her neck. <laughs> and you're like, okay, this could be really bad in about 10 minutes <laughs> after I get you good and warmed up. Yeah, no. I'm going to put this knife to your throat, but I'm going to, I'm going to use the handle first <laughs> and it's going to be real gentle. You know, physically, you're right. Unless some utter and complete douchebag who doesn't negotiate takes a, wha a running whack at somebody with a cane without knowing anything and the physical damage that will come from that, you're right. You're not going to get that much physical damage. But I'm wondering about the emotional or psychological well, damage. Well, I mean, like I said. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> That's how I used to play before I got in the lifestyle. I just started wow. hitting hard. Well, I didn't know. And the other thing is, too, like this is all negotiated for them. Like yes. they, they, this is something that that's their kink. And I mean, I have definitely gone to scenes where it's like, I'll be honest, like as a top, it's like, I know I'm playing with one of my partners I played with. She was a heavy masochist. So it was one of those, like, if I was, if I was going into start shit, I wasn't going light because my hand will fucking break. I have literally had every single pad on my finger bruised. I would wonder if Busy Hard B's ass. friend, right. how how well they know each other, the, the partners, and how much they've negotiated. Uh, if you're standing off on the sidelines, even if you're someone's friends, and you're watching someone start hard without warm-up, and you don't have the backstory, and you don't know what's going on there, you're going to wonder, is my friend being hurt? So I understand her question. <laughs> what? I have another point of view. Oh, boy. I have another point of view, and I don't know the situation, and I don't know the friend, and I don't know Busy B. But this could also be like, I'm like, yeah, Busy Bee's been playing for a while. She kind of knows what warm-up does and doesn't. Maybe she's just looking for an excuse to tell her friend because she doesn't like her friend's new guy. Why you gotta, Are why you just you trying that? to start shit? I'm just, say, I'm just that? saying that's fucking possibility. It is, but Busy Bee's question is actually valid. It's yes. a valid question, but you know, Mr. sometimes- Mr. Nosy Motherfucker. So that way she can go, well, I heard this is really dangerous, and he does that, and so I think that's a bad idea. You should fucking so dump him, because I think he's- because I think he's a dick. In case well, she does think you're a dick. So. I'm not yeah. talking about me. I just, <laughs> wait, is she talking about me? <laughs> Am I playing with in, one of her friends? In I, case I she's listening, uh, case Boogie's he's... just fucking around, man. She, he doesn't really think that about you, right? I'm no, saying it's a possibility like, yeah. what I'm supposed to not, not uh -huh. think because I'm friends with somebody that there can't no, be an ulterior is, motive. Exactly. I don't have ulterior motives that you all guys right. call me on all the don't time. Don't go off on one of your boogie tangents. Okay? Whatever. Whatever. I'll do what I want. Mm -hmm. That's me. I'm awesome. Hello. Did, really? What? Did you just like mid applaud yourself? <laughs> boogie's great. Boogie's great. Boogie's, boogie's, 
no one's no. actually giving you eye contact except for MJ, where she's just kind of giving you the. I have learned doing this show from with our studio audience, our apathetic motherfucking studio audience, our we're spoiled by Los Angeles studio audience. Wow, we're already attacking our audience. Hey, I've, I'm used to it. Our audience is good, and that one brought me coffee. Mm-hmm. You coffee. Fine. <laughs> So as far as uh, the question, honestly, I don't think it really, as long as they play within their limits and if he's not whacking in a same spot, he's already fucked up. If you continuously hit an area that is already damaged, aka a bruise is damaged, then you will cause extensive harm and, and potential problems. Other than that, warm up or don't. That's good. All right, busy bee. That's good. Good question. We we cured we cured uh, no, we cured, cured warm up. Stop with the cure. Hey, oh, we haven't oh, done that oh. in a long time. What what? Wait, what do you have for us? Sorry. What do you no. have something? No. He I think he was trying to get MJ's attention. He was he was <laughs> swatting a fly. We're so fucking horny for attention. We're like, what? Is there somebody in the chat room? How many people do we have in the chat room now? Two. <laughs> ah, sushi roll just joined. What sushi roll? Does it have? So three, not including me. And Mark. And Mark. Hey, Mark's you know, not in it anymore. Mark boned out. Uh, okay, hey. Wait a minute. Uh, Mark just came up and smelled my hair. Oh, that was awkward. Why what was did? that? Because he was asked by the pagist. <gasps> <laughs> we, we got a chat room hair sniffing request. So Paige wanted someone to smell oh, my hair. Better go do it, Mark. She's, and she's, she's doing it again. Show. Oh! Oh, she's wow, she's huffing away. Out. Mm. <laughs> Liquor. Just maybe you can rub her neck. But do a lot of warm-up when you do it. Warm-up. <laughs> what? I just, uh, I have been betrayed. <laughs> oh, and look, I just got oh. betrayed. <laughs> I don't know. We can do it. We can do, 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 do. Boogie was talking shit about my rapping. I Oh, yeah? We're, are we throwing gonna, down? He said he was going to dethrone is this, uh, me. Is this, uh, you know, a, a wrap-off? You did. We're in the hallway at the club, and you're like, get ready, Kathy. I'm taking you down. Is there is there much, like, boob grabbing? Because I will not be, like, I, yeah. uh, we all know that I bring the bad to annoyingly bad raps. <laughs> I bring the annoyingly, and uh, Kathy I, usually ends up rapping. Yeah, like, like, like. MJ, are you gonna? Uh, yeah. Are you kicking in? Oh, do you want to? you start us off then? You, no, you have to show me how it. No, you have to show me how it goes. Don't just feed me to your pervy wolves. She's pervy pressing wolves. her boobs what? again. <laughs> well, wait, wait. speaking of boobs, you want to go first? No. You want to challenge? Okay. You're going to challenge? I'll go first if you All want right, me to. All right, do it. Now, I can't with MJ's <laughs> boobs on my neck. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> no, I absolutely can't. Uh, yes, MJ, you MJ, can. Here, and look, look. Here, here, oh, ah, she just puts her boobs on. <laughs> oh, like, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm being boob attacked. Yeah, you did. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so bring us Shall home. I? Bring us Shall home. Shall I? Oh, oh, this is gonna get heavy. Yes. Oh, jeez. Wow. I must concentrate. MJ really yeah. does have some fucking wow. heavy ass boobs, which happens to be the nice topic boobs. of that is the, the rap boobs. today. Yes. Annoyingly bad rap. The Do you really topic want me is. To go first? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Bring it home. <laughs> boobs, I like them a lot. I think they're really hot. They have me all besought. I know I have my own, but it's really not the same. Because I can't suck on them, so it's kind of sort of lame. I tried to do it once. Really, can you blame? It didn't really work. Oh, well, what a shame. But someone else's boobs? Now that's a different story. It's another category. Not at all derogatory. Am I using too much Ari? Sorry. Not sorry. Feeling real competitory. Yes, sir. Affirmatory. You know, I don't know why, but lately it just seems that a lot of chicks I know tend to flash me their high beams. Abyss does it a lot, shows me tits smooth like cream. She knows they calm me down and I'll see them in my dreams. MJ sent her boobies in a text nonetheless. How could she be so careless? Someone not as scrupulous could see her pick all brawless and create quite a mess. Sure, it leaves me breathless, the sight of her all shirtless, but Unger looks all shocked. He's suffering from paralysis. No, wait, he's just happy. He's in a state of bliss. I think that's all I have to say about this rap. Wait, there's something more. What was it? Oh, yeah. Boogie thinks he's better. Gonna pin me to the mat. Says he's gonna show his stuff as a verbal acrobat. Well, I say bring it on. I'll show you tit for tat, you insane maniac with your little chit chat. Class is in session. Take a seat in the back. Because, bitch, you just got schooled. I'm the queen of pee-pee rap. (laughs) 
and that is our show. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I didn't know this was going to be like a me go at you rap. Mm-hmm. That's what we happens just, when you talk shit at me. I thought we were just going to like see whose rap was better. But whatever. Go ahead, Abyss. Poor Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why would you do that? All right. Tie them up tight. Make them turn black. Because when you do, they're more fun to whack. Up and down to that beat are more mesmerizing than a pair of feet. Yeah! I don't rap, people. That's all I got. Great. Yeah, whack and fleek. All right, MJ. Bring yours. Notice I'm creating space between the insult battle that I didn't know we were going to have. I think mine might be worse than hers. Okay. Give it a try. Go, MJ. Boobies. I like your areolas, those sexy baby plates. Because Perky, you're a pancake. I take them on a date. Right? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they harden when it's cold, look happy when erect. I put clamps on them on Tuesdays when bored and bereft. Let's liberate your nipples or glue on some tassels because naked or full of sparkles. They make me happy like the wuzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm gonna have to admit defeat. <laughs> okay, whatever. <sighs> oh boy, the joy like a teenage boy. Flesh pounds, two mounds, these delightful toys. Talking about tits, eclipse my lips when I suck on yours. It makes me throw fits. Boobs, I love to squeeze, I love to please. Pinch your nipples just a little like a fucking tease. Cause that's the allure, acting mature. Your breast makes me act like a tard, there's no cure. So fuck it, let's celebrate the mountains of the goddess. Cut boobies are uh, undeniably awesome. Smattering. I didn't know it was an insult battle. You want an insult battle? Bring it on, bitch. You want to go actual head to head? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I I, I had four lines. Yay, that is. (laughs) And it was. And that is our show. Thank you. Not. God damn it. We really need to write this. What? Talking about MJ and. And Kathy and Kathy being Paige's lady friend, and oh, and chat. Kathy's <laughs> rapping Wombs Paige's hot. Oh, and, so sweet. And boobs are new bongos. Oh. <laughs> okay then. Random things about rapping and boobs. <laughs> well, come on. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing not this perverted playground for us to record in. But if you are in the Los Angeles area or surrounding areas. Please visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests, to our moderator, to everybody in the chat room, to our host, to Abyss, Woo! to Boogie, Woo! to Kathy. You know what? No one ever woos for me. <laughs> we woo all the time. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, show 40 done. Mm-hmm. Done in the can. It's going in the can. Wait, it's going in our can? <laughs> it is in your cans, and I'm rubbing mine right now. Don't rub your boob, please. Perverted Podcast listeners, we do love you. We do love doing this. And thank you so much for being in our chat room and kind of participating. And thanks for the things you send us. We really love you. And until that next time, just keep being your damn kinky selves. We're out of here. Yay! I, I suddenly c- want to see MJ like just crush Mark with her boobs. Go and crush her. <laughs> no, she will crush her, poor I know, Mark. They're heavy. <laughs> I think it's a good idea, though. They're like, heavy. Bongos? Like, let's get different sizes. It was a microphone. To- and booby bongos? What? We can oh. get different sizes oh. of boobies. Help me. And we can hit them and see if they make different slapping noises. I'm being boob attacked. So, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>